Hello everybody and welcome in. Today I decided I was going to do a guide on Tim Talks Podcasting. This is episode number 10. And usually the podcasts go better when I sort of keep them one topic, you know, keep them concise and know what I'm doing because sometimes I go off the, the rails a little bit. So today, you know, I try to keep it simple, keep it on the point-ish. So I'm going to be talking about something very interesting, which is your geography in the world around me. And yeah, I thought it said, why not... Why the hell not um, do a little guide to Dublin sort of transport links and places? So I decided, you know, I'll go along the main routes of transport that I that are present. I might just cover one or two and just, you know, say you know, what this place is like. Um, some just interesting things about the place. So currently, hold on. Why is that not popping up my podcast on Spotify? This is weird. Either way, I'm going to just check Anchor. Just the hosting place I use for Spotify. Just to make sure, you know, that's all still, still up and running. Episodes number nine. So this is number ten. Woohoo. Number ten, sorry. Not in the best mood, so I'll have to excuse me there. But anyways, let's get on with it. So let's get into our first mode of transport, which is one I use most often, which is called the DART. It's the Dublin area rapid transit what it does is it's basically a sort of more commuter suburban train which brings people from around the dublin area, area into the center of dublin, dublin of course being a city capital of ireland so yeah the dart was set up about 20 years ago and since then has been sort of a major major thing in the area covering 31 stations stretching from east south from Greystones all the way up to Malhine slash Hoth. But basically what it does is there's literally a one line, but it splits off at the jun- Hoth Junction, as it's called, heading here to Malahide or Hoth. So, yeah, I would say, yeah, that's basically it. There's main categories, which is south of Dunleary, then there's the river, south of River Levy, south of Hoth Junction, north of Hoth Junction, northeast. So we're going to start with very south and then work our way up. So, yeah, exactly what we're going to do. So, the first stop we look at is Greystones. Greystones is a very nice place. It's where I'm, it's where I'm from. Please don't stop me, but it's where I'm from. And, yeah, it's, it's, an, it's a really um, what's it, idyllic place would be the word I would use to describe it. Great connections, bus route connections-ish. Um, and overall, pretty good station, apart from the fact that a lot of times if you're trying to get from, say, Bray to Greystones, a lot of times that service will either run to issues due to the fact of its location being in a cliff, um, which means the line runs through a cliff from one place to the other, making it quite difficult at times to complete. So it's quite an interesting station from that perspective. Um, yeah, honestly, really nice spot, right by the beach, and you see it when you're coming in, um, Greystones itself at 20 plus thousand uh, population place so overall it's quite a, a dense spot and quite a good spot so yeah that's the first stop stop number two is bray bray is an even bigger version of greystones um look at the specifics how many people live here um thousand people making the ninth biggest town in ireland um something else to note about bray is it has like these mosaics along the one side of the track which are quite interesting, uh, murals they call them, which are made with little stone. So I like them a lot. 
Um, overall, though, it's quite a busy station. Um, you get services running every 20, 30 minutes, um, just like Greystones, which is actually more frequent um, due to its location. It's more of a hub for the south of the Dart than Greystones is. Um, a lot of trains get stored here, I believe. And overall, it's quite a reliable service because, yeah, you'd be getting pretty regular service out here ish. And yeah, Bray itself is an interesting place. It's got a nice vibe along the seafront. Lots of nice restaurant shops, etc. And um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting mix in Bray. So you get good and you get the bad. So moving on, um, uh, we need to talk about the next stop because Bray, obviously, very familiar with both Christ and Bray. Shankill. Shankill is. I would classify it more as a suburb than a little town itself, but it is, there is a town area to it. 14,000 people live here. Um, very much, I believe, a product of the entire, you know, um, commuter in increase in the Dublin area, and the Dart has probably helped big time. Um, if you look at a picture of the station, it's quite an unremarkable looking station, uh, pretty industrial looking, quite a lot of bridging, or sorry, ramping, just to obviously for necessary for people with wheelchairs and yeah it's quite in a car park quite in a, a weird zone because i went there once before and i actually found it's about 10 15 minutes from um from what you call it from the, the center of shankill so it's a bit of an odd one nice big church in shankill which is something to note um overall forty thousand people live in shankill as i've noted uh, and the St. James Church, as it's called. Really nice church. Probably the best part about Shankill. So, moving on to our next stop. It is Kalini. The lovely Kalini. Kalini is notable for its one of one of the stations that has a lovely glass bridge. And it's sort of very nice and picturesque. And Kalini is a very um, unpopular area. If we look at population statistics here 10,000 people so it's quite middle of the road I wouldn't say too populated but it's quite middle of the road um, the entire area has this lovely beach from the best beaches going kind of stretches and just a very picturesque view of the cliffs and docky area um, love some nice houses here a few apartments and a place called the Vico Baths which is a really nice spot for swimming um, similar to Greystones I suppose in a way so that's that's Kalini for you nice picturesque Next up, we have Doggy. Doggy being famous for where Matt Damon stayed during the lockdown in the first one in Ireland. Um, obviously, at that point, you know, stuff was interesting because, <laughs> um, uh, you know, transport was very limited out of the country. So it was an interesting area, but again, a very nice area, very well-to-do area in Doggy. Um, a lovely little village with a medieval things going on called, called Castle Street. And honestly, never been into the main village, but it seems like a very nice spot. Um, a couple of schools here. Um, population of 8,000 is so very unpopulated, very, very rich and very historical in its own way. So it's just, just you know, obviously back in when Dublin was a lot smaller and the centre of Dublin was a lot further away. This was a small little village on its own. And it's funny how now it's become pretty much incorporated into the Dublin area. Um, so that's something interesting to note. Docky. Also, views are incredible, really, and you can see around the entire bay, so it's nice. Next on our list 
is Glenageary. Glenageary is um, very un- another very unremarkable station similar to Shankill. Um, it's quite uh, just hidden away into the sort of hills nearly. Um, if I look up Glenageary, there isn't really a town called Glenageary, even though the word translates to Glen the Sheep. Uh, so it's an interesting one there for you. Uh, also, if you wanted to know the, the other sort of the history of the names of the other places we've looked at so far, um, Bray is called Bray Daily because of the um, relationship with one of the, I believe. Um, do you know what? Well, let's let's just get off the topic here. Let's stay on Glen Gary. I'm just gonna get caught up in you know all names and stuff. But um. Yeah, what was I saying? Yeah, Glengarry isn't really a town itself. It's made up of other places, such as surrounding areas. So it's no official boundaries. It's Doggy, Dunleary, Glasshool, Johnstown, Killiney, and Sally Noggins. So it makes up these like sort of little village slash suburbs, uh, mainly estates and stuff. And so it's sort of a catchment area for different areas. But itself is not really an <clears throat> an area itself. So that's a weird way to look at it. But hey, that's, that's what it is. So that, that there's nothing to say about Glengarry. Obviously, based on the fact that it doesn't really exist. <laughs> so, uh, next up on our list is number, I don't know, numbers, Sandy Cove and Glasshool. Sandy Cove and Glasshool is uh, a suburban area for Sandy Cove and Glasshool. So, Sandy Cove is the area on the coast, Glasshool is inland. And basically, it's just, just before you get to Dunleary. Um, I believe there's a nice little beach here as well. And, um, Glasshool, uh, only 2,000 people live here. Uh, so, um, it also featured in a novel by James Joyce called Ulysses. And also we have Sandy Cove, which is the beautiful beaches. And kind of the main draw of this area is the 40 foot, which is a, a bathing spot. Um, so 3,700 people live here, quite an unpopulated area. But again, pretty remarkably touristy area I would say. Next up we have Dunleary which is the main hub of the South Dublin area which is because it's basically got its own um, region, not region, um, div- administration what's the word? Administrative region named after it's called the Dunleary Ratdown area. Dunleary is a fairly moderately sized town with 26,000 people. I thought that was a bit higher. But due to its sort of uh, importance on a minister level, it does have a few big notable buildings, such as a couple of like sort of cathedral type churches, quite small cathedrals, I would say. Do we know if you classify them as cathedrals? Um, and it does also has a very big library. Modern library was built on a big pier. And the historical context is that this place used to be called Kingtown in honor of King George IV in 1821, after he made his visit, and a very popular seaside resort. Uh, hosting Ireland's first railway, which stretched, I think, from Dublin to Dunleary. So, I mean, that sort of, you know, halfway home between Dublin and Dunleary and in the line for Dart. So, honestly, I think it's a quite a nice place. Always bustling on the weekends. Um, you know, it's always got a good vibes in it. So, I really like Dunleary. And I think the only problem I would say with Dunleary is it could be quite busy at times due to its touristy nature. So, yeah. Now we're moving on to the south of the Liffey lines. Um, there's actually quite a few 
for you to get here, get through here. So first up, we are going to look at Salt Salt Hill and Monkstown. Monkstown. Um, another one where it's and in the name. I don't know why they do this. Just I think they should just name it one place or another because it's not in two places. It's in one specific place. I don't understand that at all. Just name it. Surely just name it one place. Another sort of historical place that has had you know roots in. I suppose Victorian times, um, people needing, you know, rich people needing to get, you know, to and from Dublin, I suppose. And yeah, so I suppose Salt Hill is there on the coast and Monkstown is, is inland. Monkstown probably be a bit more famous. Salt Hill would be, I suppose Salt Hill would be, Monkstown would be 6,000 people. And it's just a really historical area, I think. And it's kind of, you know, it's got a few like old castle ruins, whilst Salt Hill is, I suppose Salt Hill is just a, prom as you'd call it by the sea it doesn't seem to be a beach here more such a sort of rocky um coastal part and then like a actual wall leading down so it's you know not the nicest in terms of bathing it'd be more for just you know walking along and having a look at the sea so yeah you this is sort of the beginning of like getting into dublin but still near dunleary um, and yeah, there wouldn't be too much else to say about this place. It's, 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 it is it is what it is, as they say. So, I'm going to move on. Next up, we have Seapoint, which I believe is the least populated, or sorry, the least busy station in in Dublin, I want to say. Maybe in, maybe even in Ireland, probably not in Ireland, but definitely the Dublin Dart area. Least used Dart station. Seapoint itself is a small seafront area between Blackrock and Monkstown, so it's not really you know, either one. And it doesn't seem to have much, you know, to it, apart from this little uh, area for, you know, large boats, for possibly swimming. So it's really, um, what's the word? I just think it's pretty much a non-point, to me, a pointless station, but I guess, you know, I just decided we need another station here and we'll add this in. So honestly, I don't know why this exists, but it exists nonetheless. One thing to note about this station is it's very, very close to sea. So what you have, obviously, in the name, Sea Point. So you have, say, if you're going by and there's a storm, you might actually have waves lapping up, and the odd time, it might flood. So that could lead to stoppages. Next up, we have Black Rock. Black Rock is obviously pretty, I suppose, for an Irish person anyway, a pretty famous spot, um, due to its, basically, to, to, to its wealth and its sort of stereotypes, I suppose, uh, sort of a South Dublin person. This is the, This is your main sort of your main archetype location and it's a fairly one of the biggest you know it is fun fact this is actually bigger than Dunleary which I never knew 28,000 people I think Dunleary only 26,000 people um one thing about Black Rock is it's pretty nice old village quite traditional quite quirky but it also has a lot of you know industry it has hospitals big hospitals um etc and yeah so it's an interesting place because the old part and the new part, and the new part is definitely building up. You know, in the shopping center here, I think there's a first I want to say, is near here. Um, so it's a lot of it's catering to a lot of people. So I believe it's a pretty major, major place. Um, the station is positioned in quite a weird spot. It's got a nice view of the sea, a lovely little bathing area, but then it's also sort of in this uh, very dodgy looking car park, but quite close to the town center. Blackrock is great. Is um. 
I was going to say. Yeah, so it's a, it's a fairly okay, nice looking bridge in this area. So I would definitely rate this as a nice spot. Moving on to our next one. I think we're about halfway here. We have Buddhist Town. Buddhist Town is just past Black Rock. It's technically within the Black Rock boundaries, but it features a Buddhist Town marsh, marsh, which is very smelly due to its being a sort of a historical, um, would you call it a wildlife sanctuary? I believe would be the word. Due to its sort of, um, it's 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 basically it's in this it's very odd because it's in this sort of built-up area, but it's been preserved and said no building will take place here, and all these little sort of animals and stuff can live here and basically it is sort of connected to the sea i believe but not at the same time so it's i don't know if you'd be fresh or salty um we mixture and yeah it's always got a bad stank of it but it's a really nice view because past the sanctuary from the station you can see on to the sort of main town which is sort of like a road leading off from, from black rock um so it's also a nice little village center so it's one of my favorite stops but also one of the smelliest but in terms of looks, it's a great stop. It's also got a similar Black Rock themed, these glass um, bridges that go over that a lot of these well-to-do um, stations have, which is quite a fun indication of like, oh, these people are doing well off. So anyways, that's Buddhistown. Next up, we have Sydney Parade. This is where you're sort of the signal of you're basically nearly in Dublin at this stage. Uh, it's in D4 itself, which is the hub of sort of South Dublin um, stereotypes. Um, this area of D4, by the way, extends from Bagot Street all the way to Rings End, Irish Town, Donnybrook, Balls Bridge. So it features all those sort of built areas and the south side as well as Sandy Mount. So it's a basically it's just a really upper class, middle class area. Um and yeah, it's a funny place to take the piss out of, basically. But yeah, Sydney Parade, right in the centre of all this, it features Sydney Parade Avenue, which is a very busy place, I believe. We are talking about St. Vincent's Hospital is also here. We have Donnybrook. We have D4. Um, named after Sidney Herbert, who was the first Baron of Lee in this area, which I never knew. Sidney spelled as S-I-D. So he was also a confidant of Florence Nightingale, which is a really cool fact. And a British lad, I want to say. Yeah, he was a British lad. Um, so I really think that's an interesting fact to know. So a lot of like you know posh buildings here, a lot of built-up spots, and overall, I would say quite a nice place. Next up, we have Sandy Mount. Sandy Mount is like you're really nearly in Dublin at this stage. You're nearly there. Sandy Mount again, another nice posh spot, spot, even, and it is obviously the town of Sandy Mount, or which isn't really a town. It's a suburb. A lot of these places are hard to distinguish. So like this, uh, for instance, this Wikipedia page for Sandymount doesn't really feature an article, more of just like, oh, this is the general area of Sandymount, so there's no population given. But again, it's got a lot of historical significance. Uh, you get the baths, the beach, a lot of times this place is actually quite... Basically, this beach is sort of mostly very far out, so you might get like shallow water or whatever, and you might be miles away from the sea, pretty much. So it's obviously that's the beach, and that's about it. Sandymount, not much else to claim for this place. Another boring sort of are we in Dublin yet sort of places also within D4. Next up we have Lansdowne Road. Lansdowne Road is famous for basically being the hub of sort of Irish football um, and also Irish rugby. And it's been so for many years. It's a very famous Lansdowne historical stadium, which recently got turned into a view stadium about 10 years ago. And it's impressive 
enough because you actually go under one of these stands. So, yeah, I really like that fact. Uh, it was an interesting choice to do that, obviously, but it, it does mean it's a lot of it's very close to the stadium, so it's very handy for getting to matches because I can go straight on there and you're there. There's no like, oh shit, we're nearly at the stadium, you're there. Um, so it's great. If you actually look at the recent renovations in 2009, you can see it's actually, I wouldn't say the stadium covers it now, but it's actually a bridge connecting to the stadium. So obviously this area is going to be popular peak times during matches and stuff. And, you know, that's predominantly it. But it's also just a busy station in general, just being to its proximity to Dublin. Next up, we have Grand Canal Dock. Grand Canal Dock is a major industry for tech companies, Google, um, eBay, etc. So it's very much important for, because you go through these sort of high rise. It's the first, not high rise, for Dublin standards high rise, but it's actually not really that. It's like five or six, maybe eight if you're lucky, stories tall. So these are the tallest buildings, I believe, in Dublin. Due to you know, industry, tech companies, etc. If you're looking at Silicon Valley, this would be the Silicon Valley area of Dublin. Inverted commas, Grand Canal is obviously a very booming up and coming place. Lots of controversy around the water park, the proposed water park they're going to build in this area. And honestly, quite a nice area to look at because it's so modern. It's very nice canal and it's also just a decent, it's seemingly a decent area. It's, it doesn't have a lot of soul though sometimes when you walk through like, you know, there's a very industrialized, it's more, it, I would compare it to say like the city of London, but like very similar in that it's sort of all you know you know these big companies and very very what's the word not commercialized um oh, i'm trying to think of the word not commercialized um corporate is what the word i would use to describe this place corporate right next up we have pierce pierce is pretty much the hub of like south dublin's train services uh because right in the city D2, Dublin 2, uh, which is incredibly, you know, popular area in Dublin, being, you know, where most of the stuff happens, like, you got Trinity College, you got um, fuck, Grafton Street, etc. So, this is a really, really nice station, probably one of the best stations I've ever seen. It's got this really nice arch going overhead, and what else is there to say about it, really? Um, a lovely spot in Dublin, where you get out on. And you get out and you're like, wow, I'm, I'm in Dublin, lads. I'm, I'm here. So I really like it. Um, it's got a lot of historical significance. And it's a really nice spot. So it's basically in the Westland Row area of Dublin. Um, it connects straight into just up a bit. And you're basically in the centre of Dublin. So it's a very good place in terms of proximity. And yeah, um, 9 million passenger journeys through the station in 2016. So that just shows you. This place is bustling, hustling and bustling. And 2019, they got a new roof built. So cool. So obviously, it's been around for years, I want to say. And also, one thing about it is there's pianos in here. You can play the pianos. So that's kind of cool. I rate it. Next up, we have Tara Street. Tara Street is a lot less cool than Pierce, being the fact that it's very open. And it's basically, it's right by the Liffey on the south side. So it's quite busy. But it doesn't seem to have the capacity in my opinion, due to its sort of small platform, long platform, but very sort of thin and lacking in roof, really. Lacking in roof would be the only thing I can say. So you could be here in very sort of 
what's the word uh busy sort of um say there was like i don't know rush hour you're gonna have a lot of rough and you also weather bad bad weather you'd be screwed anyway it doesn't have a nice spot when you get outside because you got this river looking over and yeah it's a fairly busy spot and that's all i gotta say lovely bridge by the way just um over the 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 River Liffey, which is called the Loop Line Bridge, which I quite like. Um, right. So now we've covered all the south, Dublin, Dunleary, south of River Liffey. Now it's time to move on to the north side. So there's not that many stations on the north side, by the way. I think that's because mostly, well, for the most part, there's a lot more space maybe on the south. And also, I think, in general, the dark is very much sort of a south side-centric um, train so when we get to the north side i'm gonna be a lot less familiar with these stations a lot less use on these stations due to where you know i live or whatever so i will probably you know have, have a lot less to say but hopefully you know you still get something out of it anyways so Connolly is i would say the biggest station yeah by far the biggest station in the on the dart line it has it's basically a rails irish rail which is covering you know internal into ireland so what this does is you go all the way to belfast from here so it's basically the north centric train station for ireland uh, so it brings you all to belfast you can go all the way up there um houston would be the sort of westerly centric and i guess pierce would be the south centric but yeah, this one is quite big um noted for the fact that it's got basically two separate area platforms it's got one mainly for the darts and then one mainly for trains so it's quite overwhelming at times, but again, it's pretty simple. You just go to one side or the other, and it's actually got like three different platforms. It's got lots of platforms, by the way. Um, there's a few homeless people around the uh, around the escalator area here. There's actually an ex external escalator, which is quite weird. And also, it's probably noted for not being the safest spot in the world due to its proximity to North Dublin. Being North Dublin's, it's sometimes a little bit dodgier than South Dublin in certain spots, I will say. But yeah. Uh, it's the busiest railway in Ireland. I didn't know that. Uh, and it's also the focal point of Ireland's rail. So it's quite a nice external look. But also it's kind of merged with the ancient, the historical, and also the modern. So I wouldn't say it's one of my favourite stations, but I have to respect how it sort of has a very um, important quality to it in terms of importance. So internally, it's got a sort of triangular roof it's also got some kind of ugly stuff underneath it like an ugly steel frame but look we've seen worse next up we have Clontarf Road Clontarf Road is in D3 um, and it's a railway in Ireland and it's on the Dunn's north side it's between Clontarf and Fairview Clontarf being placed with 32,000 people quite a nice area quite a wealthy area with lacking a beach but it does have historical you know churches and stuff like that uh, castle um through the battle that occurred here and also it's got some rocky outlets to it in this station not much to say, i've actually never been to this station before any of these stations north of here haven't been i honestly want to but at this stage i haven't been to yet that's the key word there yet so yeah i would say you know very kind of new industrial not much to say about it moving on we have cholester cholester is another area in north dublin this time it's in d5 so a little bit more north, <clears throat> but quite still hugging the coast quite well, slightly inland a bit. Um, and it's near an area called Colester, which is part of 
Dublin, but it's very much a small um, suburb, which is no, not too much going on it. Um, but Artane is also another area near here, which was known for a basically having 36,000 people, so quite a big area, but also a nightclub disaster occurred here in the Stardust, where over where two, sorry, 48 people lost their lives. So it's a very tragic spot for that reason. So that's obviously why it gets its namesake, or it's, it's, it's basically most of its importance and um, um, relevance today. So it's still known for that. Um, it's just this area right by the sea nearly, well, actually slightly inland, but still, you know, it's quite a very populated area very dense area of Dublin and a very standard looking stop, stop to be honest really um, similar to say like the likes of Glengarry or just even like Shankill that sort of bare look to it bare quality and obviously it's just very functional and you know not much else going on there next we have Harmonstown honestly never even heard of Harmonstown before um, if you were to say like oh what's in Harmonstown I wouldn't know it looks like a wooded area just like Glengarry really also near Ar Artane but also Rahini Rahini is an area in Dublin near Hoth and it's got a population of 18,000 people. Also near the sea, also probably much more near to sea than um, say the other place. Clontarf has an island here as well, which I'm trying to remember what the name of that island is. Oh, the North Bull Island, which I think has a golf course on it. So I'm very limited knowledge. The only knowledge I can really, you know, put to you here is that basically if you're flying in from say Dublin airport, you will fly over this area. You'll get a nice view of this area. You won't get to see too much else apart from, you know, because, you know, Dublin Airport, quite near North Dublin. So you will get a good view of this place, which is quite nice to look at and quite interesting because it's not something to look at every day. Right. Next up, we have Rahini. Rahini, we just noted on. We've already said it's going to be in the sea. Um, this is a slightly nicer um, station. Looks quite clean, looks quite nice, maybe it's just a picture, but again, very natural. A lot of these stations in the north, you know, they haven't bothered with the sort of big bridges or the um, the um, extravagant roofs, but they've just opted for the basic, but simple, but nice um, sort of wildlife mixed with small station houses. So we've already touched on Rahini, let's move on. Kilbarak. Kilbarak, another one, really is, sorry to say this, but yeah, I just don't know much about these places. I really don't. Um, serving similar sort of suburbs um, but basically it covers the similar um, suburbs apart from Donamede which is I think a little bit more north featuring Holy Trinity Parish um, honestly I was trying to think of Dunabate when I think of Dunamede but it's obviously a different place so again I really wouldn't want to talk about it because I just don't have enough to say about it not too famous in terms of a nationwide as part of Ireland, but maybe for North Dublin, you know, you'd be more familiar with these areas just because, you know, their proximity to them and also, you know, you'd hear the name pop up a bit, a bit more. Um, Hoth Junction and Donamede is an excellent up. And the reason this came to fame recently was for very bad reasons, uh, someone was pushed onto the train track, I believe here. So that that's a bad name to it. Um, the other thing about Hoth Junction is it's a junction for a reason. It leads off to two distinct uh, sections, one going to Hoth, and one going to Malahide. So, yeah, two, three youths arrested over violence disorder at the place, knocked a teen girl under a train. So it's pretty crazy there, to be honest. Um, but yeah, so, Hoth Junction, nice spot. Well, not really. A major spot. Four platforms, which lead off two, di two different directions. 
So, I mean, quite nice little modern-ish bridge gone over. Quite major, quite big. Obviously, to stir its people. So, there's another one. Now we have the north of Hoth Junction and the northeast of, of Hoth Junction. So we're going to cover the north of Hoth Junction first. We have Clan Griffin. Clan Griffin, this has got a really nice little uh, roof to it. It serves the area of the Clan Griffin, which is looking like a very standard uh, new Irish suburb. Housing estate is what it's called here. It's literally called housing estate. Um, but basically it's quite inland, so there's not much too much to going on to it. But the one thing I would say about this is modern, new, very new. Um, like, compared to a lot of the other places, it's very much, you know, into the modern day. But there's seemingly a, a lot less to do here because it looks like quite a, a vast plain of just fields and houses. So I would slightly say this is a bit depressing, but yeah, I've never been here. If you're from Glen Griffin, prove me wrong. Say, oh, you know, there's cool stuff going on here. But historically, you know, there's been not much there. Maybe a little bit of, like, very historical stuff going on here. But modern day, it's mainly just a place to s sleep and, hang. I guess, you know, stay for a bit. But, you know, I will say there is a Fodder Collins Park here, which won an Artish Awards at Fair Play for its self-sustainability. But, yeah, you're not going to find too much major stuff here, in my opinion. Um, next up, we have Port Marnock. Port Marnock is very famous mainly due to its beaches. It's got a really nice um, golf course, I believe. Uh, yeah. I think it's a nice spot in my linear knowledge. It's probably the most famous, like one of the top three most famous spots in the north of Dublin in terms of this area. Not one, but two golf courses, an inland residence estates, and also a lovely Lovely beach here. So I guess during the summer, this way is going to be black with people. Yeah, it's a, it is it is an incredible beach, I will be honest. And the golf course looks onto it. One of the places I really want to go to. But in terms of like amount of people here, there's a lot of people here. So you might be, um, just like Greystones, you might be not stuck, but going, huh. This would be honestly like Dundee to the north, where it's quite a touristy spot. And it probably would bring in around about the same amount of people, if not more. Um... So around about 20,000 people live here. You're talking similar numbers to Dunleary slash Greystones. Maybe even slightly less. But yeah, um, the little Martello Tower here, I believe it's called. That's also really pretty. And a good few of those dotted around the Dublin coast. And also Ireland. Okay. I lose my stuff again. Uh, Malahai, the final stop, the most northerly stop on the dart. And Malahai is really, really famous. I think it has the highest per, per capita... Wages in Ireland, which is 76,000 people. I know this is a few years old, but really high in this area. Um, like, there's a lot of money in this place, and it's very much looking on the estuary, um, just north of Dublin, um, a fair bit outside of Dublin. Uh, only 16,000 people live here, but yeah, there's a lot of a lot of money here, and look, I can't, I can, I can explain why. It's it's a very nice area. Um, this is a really nice uh, station with like a little, a nice wide clean station with like a little roof, the traditional ish roof here. And Malahide is also fam really famous because it has a castle, which is very, 
very nice. Like a very nice castle. Very nice, well-kept area. So, honestly, go check it out. Every single picture you look at Malahide is a castle. Maybe one at the beach. But anyways, Malahide, I think, probably quite famous, touristy. Um, and also, you know, it's proximity to Dublin. It's going to be popular. Next up, we have the northeast of Hope Junction. We have Bayside. Bayside is basically an island platform accessible by pedestrian subways. It's on that little peninsula between Hoth and just before you get to the, Hoth, the peninsula, this is Bayside. Um, so it's going to have like, lovely views. Um, honestly, I'm looking at the Wikipedia here, not much else. It says it's in Sutton. There's, a, there's another stop for Sutton. So we're, we're, we're going to get to Sutton right now, just to explain that. Sutton. Sutton is right before you get to Hoth. I didn't really know this existed until recently, but it is just before you get to Hoth. So quite a well-to-do area. Um, there should be something else to say. It's in D13. Um, Sutton itself features a population of 5,600 people. Really lowly populated. It's got Borough Beach, which is got these really nice um, lines over it. Um, you should look it up. But it's really quite interesting. A Methodist church, a St. Fintan's church. And yeah, I, 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 it's actually one of the places I want to go to. Just because I think it looks real pretty. Um, that's simply it. Um, no deeper explanation than that. And... Yeah, it's just, it seems like a chill place. It seems like a nice chill place. So there's Sutton. Um, recommend? I don't know. Should I check that out? Is that is that a good recommendation? I think it might be. Last but not least, we have Hoth. Hoth is right out there um, on this sort of how we describe this is basically like an island, but it's actually connected to the mainland. What's that called? Peninsula? No, it's not a peninsula. It's some other word to that. But Hoth is. Um, I guess pretty famous. Hoth Head, and um, you can see it quite across the Dublin Bay. Um, what else is there about Hoth? Hoth is got a, a lighthouse, I think, a nice little port. Um, it's quite isolated. It's only eight thousand people living here on this small spot, I suppose. It's got a nice little harbour. It's got a little cross. Um, it's got its own little cliff path loop, just like Greystones, and a lighthouse. So, you know what? It seems like a nice chill area, a nice quiet area. It's got a station quite similar to Bray. And that's my list, um, anyways. So, like, there's a lot going on in Ireland. You just need to find it. Um, Dublin, a great place to explore. Great load of things going on here. And, yeah, a Dart is a great way to explore the stuff in your locality. It's only been around for about 20 years. But, yeah, it's definitely seen a lot of, like, you know, tourists come into the area and a lot of people come into living in the Dublin area because it makes travel easier, uh, more accessible. It's a nice very calm, very chilling, chill, not chilling, chill um, method of transport. Honestly, one I would definitely recommend. So anyways, that's going to be my list. That's going to be my video. Hopefully you guys enjoyed it. Um, and if you are inspired to you know, check out the sites, definitely do. So that's it for me, guys. Thank you guys for watch, listening. And I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.